Welcome back to another episode of the Wits Up podcast. Today we are chatting with Jess Learmonth, who is equal parts lovely, equal parts hilarious in my opinion. Uh, I had a lot of fun getting to know Jess a little bit better uh, and I also found out that she's very, very patient because we had quite a few technical issues throughout this one. Uh, so if you can bear with us for the first five or six minutes where it's a little bit staticky, uh, after that we get our shit together basically. Uh, so stick with us and I hope you enjoy our catch up with Jess. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast already, please make sure you do so on whatever platform you listen to our podcast. I think you can get it just about anywhere now. Uh, so please make sure you subscribe, leave a comment. And if you love what we do here at Wits Up, please consider becoming a patron. Check out patreon.com backslash Wits Up. Here's Jess. <laughs> Is it fair to assume that Jess Learmonth has a bit of a potty mouth? Um, yeah, I do actually. <laughs> I, I don't like to admit it, but it's yeah it's in my vocabulary I don't have a good vocabulary and um yeah quite a lot of it swearing it's not good but I really struggle to to calm it the only time I do is probably when my grandma's listening and even then I'm I'm not great so yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you allow swearing not that I'm gonna I am gonna try not swear too much but uh I am a bit of a swearer mm. It truly doesn't bother me. I've got no issues with swearing. I, I, I think, and I've said this before on our podcast, it's really hard to get across emotions and um, over a podcast because you can't – I talk a lot with my hands and I'm very um, animated. So the way that I can get that across is by using swear words. That's how I sort of justify it. Yeah, I, I, I'm the same. I don't, I don't go mad with it. You know, it's not like every other word, but – I like it, mate. It, it gives it a bit of oomph, doesn't it? You know, like what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's a bit addictive, I think. So, um, but I, yeah. I, I like, I like it. I agree. But it's funny yeah. because John, my partner, he doesn't really swear. It's just me, so it's not like I've got it from anyone. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Myself. <laughs> my my husband doesn't swear either, but I'm pretty sure my swearing comes a lot from working in a bar when I was. I don't know, 17 for five years or whatever it was. And I reckon that's where it stems from. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it, when you pick up things from, like, years ago that you still do? Because, like, I have quite a strong accent and, uh, like, from, like, a, a Yorkshire accent. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like, my partner John, he doesn't really. Uh, my mum and dad don't. My sister does a bit, but not much. And I think I blame it on just... This poor one girl, Lauren, who I used to swim with when I was younger, and she was from Wakefield. And I literally blame her for, for the way I speak now. And I've probably, like, we used to swim about 20 years ago. <laughs> and she's still getting the blame really? for my accent, yeah. And honestly, I do think it's her fault. So, uh, yeah, that's why I speak like that. So it's a bit strange. Do you – so one of, my, one of my good friends is from Yorkshire, and oh, yeah. she's lived in Australia for a long time, though. But there's certain words that it's, it's – I mean, I don't know if it's very Yorkshire or just very English, but she she says rubbish, and um, that's one of my favourite words to hear her say. Oh, what do you mean the way she says it? Oh, the fact that it's rubbish? Yeah. 
Oh, oh right. Well, uh, both. Both. Yeah. I see because I've I can't say the word rubbish anymore because I've taken the piss out of her so much <laughs> that I now say rubbish. Rubbish. Yeah, I think I say <laughs> rubbish as well. But you a lot say garbage. No. But I know uh, I know well, you're saying that she says rubbish in a weird way. But don't you call you don't call it rubbish anywhere, do you? You call it. Yeah, we garbage. yeah in Australia we see rubbish. <laughs> oh right, okay. <laughs> All right. I thought you'd call it garbage or something. You're very, I always think uh, Australia is quite similar to America. You know, I don't know. So I, I just thought you'd I think call it we're garbage. closer to you guys. Yeah, no, yeah. Garbage is US. I, well, I think. And yeah, no, I think we're actually closer to you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, who knows? We'll yeah. find out. We'll find out as we go. You didn't know what taking the piss meant. That was the first time. No, you, you what did you, you say? Pisser, you said pisser. Oh no, yeah, I did. That's right. I called you a pisser. Pisser, <laughs> or like, what is that? That's <laughs> so random. I've not heard that before, but I so, like it. Yeah, you're a pisser. Like you're a laugh. You're a you're a larrikin. You're funny type of thing. Right. Yeah. No, that I'd be like that. I'd be swearing a bit at home. I think if you said called someone a pisser. Oh really? Well, it's, right, I mean, it's a made-up word to me, but I reckon somebody would be like, oh, all right, calling me a pisser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I might get a slap to the face if I'm uh, back your way at some stage. Yeah, it's lucky it were across the internet, Steph, or I'd have had you. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I, I haven't actually – I always forget to actually do an introduction to the person, but – that's something that I do like post-editing. But for those who haven't actually caught up, uh, I am chatting to Jessica Learmonth. And have I pronounced your last name correctly? Yeah, spot on. It's good effort. <laughs> I do believe that a lot of people think that your last name is Learmouth. They do. Get that a lot. Yeah. Learmouth, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, all the time. And I get things through the post or it, and. Back in the day when I was swimming, I used to have like two accounts with my swim times because everyone called me Lay Mouth. So, yeah, but you got it right. Yeah, right. And you pronounced it right but, because I wouldn't be able to pronounce it if I didn't know it myself. <laughs> but I don't luckily, actually think it's that hard. Do you not? No. Well, no. Really, well a lot of people think it is. <laughs> well, yeah, they get it wrong. clearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, now you've mentioned this a couple of times, swim, swimming background, and that's that's obviously uh, your your sporting background. Um, what you did when you were when you were growing up, did that lead you to triathlon, or there was I feel like there was a bit of a gap between swimming and triathlon. Uh, yeah, there were quite a big gap. I'm not. I'll say it now. I'm not very good with dates because <laughs> a lot of the time <laughs> I say things and. I think people will think I'm a liar <laughs> because I get it wrong all the time. Like, you just lie, you. Like, all the girls take me out of me because I just, I, I don't really know times and dates or when I did things or remember things. And I come across as, if you didn't know me, you'd think I were a liar. But yeah, so very roughly, I start, I quit swimming when I was like 17. Uh, so yeah. ages ago. And then, um, I didn't get back in the pool for five or six years, something like that, because I absolutely hated it. Oh, get really? me away from the swimming pool. Yeah, I hated it. I couldn't wait to finish. 
please excuse this interruption. Um, unfortunately, Jess and I had a few technical issues getting this episode up and running. Uh, so we got cut off about seven or eight minutes in, uh, but we managed to get back in touch again. So we'll, we do our best for continuity, but let's see how we go. All right, so uh, I think where we kicked off was um, you were you were over swimming because you'd been doing it for for so many years and you were done by the time you hit seventeen. That was it. I think that's where we left it off. And then you started with all the gold. Fill me in. I know, missed it, didn't you? I can't really remember what I said. Now it it gets like that in interviews. You know, like if somebody tells you you give an answer to an interview and they go, "Oh, sorry, I didn't record that. Can you just do it again?" I think. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not an actor. Can't be. And then <laughs> the second time, it's right, wooden. And I, I look at the, the Queen's English, and I think, I'm like, hello. Um, sorry. Back and you've it. also um, admitted to me that you're a liar as well, so I'm assuming well, we're going to yeah. get something different. Yeah, yeah. But like, oh, shit, what did I say before? Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, so swimming, hated it. It was like, I found it so boring so hard like every session would just like smash fest for like nine sessions a week and I think me and John got together when we were like 15 and it got to that age when you know everyone were going out you'd be like oh you're coming out on Friday we're off to this club and it'd be like you're actually joking I've been up since half four my hair's (laughs) like chlorine mess I'm not gonna be out until you know like it gets 10 o'clock I'm absolutely dead so, like, my social life, going down the pan, you know? So I thought, right, this is it. I'm quitting. And it was yeah. amazing. I loved it. I thought, I've got so much time. I just, <laughs> I just like, came home from college and school, and I thought, I'll just sit about and watch TV. I thought, this is what normal people do. I loved it. Yeah. So I never looked back. I never regretted it. I just thought, yes, no more swimming. And that worked for, like, six years for... Oh, five or six years, could be seven. Yeah. <laughs> that, a, a few years. <laughs> uh, probably about two, wasn't it? No, it was quite a few years. Quite a few years I didn't swim for. Uh, and then, yeah, I never really, really bothered with any exercise. It just kind of like became a bit of a blob and, you know, yeah, just right. didn't really do anything. Yeah, it was weird. I went from being like excessive exercise to nothing. Strange. You're right. How, how did how did your parents, who I assume sort of supported your swimming training when you were younger, how, how did they feel about you just going cold turkey all done? <laughs> it was funny actually because I, I remember thinking, "Oh, I want to quit for a- I wanted to quit for ages," and yeah. I just felt so bad, you know, because obviously they're getting up on the morning, taking you, and like my dad used to work at the pool, so he'd come like. He'd take me in the morning, then back to school, then we'd go again for the evening, then he'd go back to work in between that. So we literally did the journey all the time. And yeah. uh, I felt so bad, like, saying, I'm going to quit. So I remember telling my mum, I'd be like, Mom, I hate swimming. It's so rubbish. I don't want to do it anymore. She'd be like, well, don't worry, love. Just just quit. Just tell your dad and you'll be fine. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, but, but it's you know, it'll be mad. And she'd be like, as if it'd be mad. Anyway, I remember... I came out of a session one day. I thought that's it. That was horrendous. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. So I went, Dad, I, I don't want to swim anymore. And he was like, All right, love. Should we just go home? And I was like, Yeah. And that red and go oh. back. 
No way. Completely built it up. Less, bless them. Yeah, (laughs) it was just me because I felt really guilty, but they couldn't give a shit really. They were just, you know, like they they were just wanting me to enjoy it, and if I weren't enjoying it, they they weren't bothered. Um, So it's quite nice I'm doing triathlon now because I feel like I'm like giving back. (laughs) Like, dad, it was worth it. Just a little bit, you know, taking me swimming. Uh, so yeah, I feel a bit better about it now. But at the time, I felt really tight. Poor dad. Yeah, right. And mom. Yeah. Ah, uh, so they—they they obviously, well, they sound just from that story quite laid back and relaxed, which is—I think that sums you up pretty well. I mean, I don't know you extremely well, but that's certainly the impression I get. Oh yeah, the the so laid back, definitely not pushy parents or out like that. They. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they weren't really bothered. Like, if I did well, they'd be like, oh, that's brilliant. But then if I didn't do well, they'd be like, oh, well, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> you know, like, they, 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 they took it, obviously took an interest, but they, they weren't, like, pushy or anything like that. Just, yeah, dead laid back, I think. Uh, and, yeah, I think I've kind of taken that same sort of personality, I guess. Just, oh, well, that's, that's like, John always says that uh, he's going to put on my grave. Oh, yeah. Uh, quoting it'll be all right because I always just I'm like ah oh, it'd be all right <laughs> you know yeah, like you right. ask me if, so it, how like if you should do something and I'm like yeah it'd be all right and he thinks right I don't even know why I ask you because everything will be all right <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's no judge like because I just say the same thing but yeah D- so. does it drive him insane a little bit him insane what? Hang on. He's insane, did you say? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> did you say, does it drive him insane or me? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't drive him insane that you're so laid back. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Because, like, <laughs> if if anything's stressful, you know, like if we've got anything mm. going on, he, I think, is gets stressed about things anyway. But then because I don't get stressed, he then stresses that I'm not stressed, you know, because he's like, why are you not stressed? You should be stressed about these things. I'm like, oh, I'll yeah. be all right. And he's like, oh, my God, can't cope. So I think it would be a bit annoying. But, I mean, I live the life of Riley, do you know what I mean? Just leave all the stress to John. It's fine. It's brilliant. It's got a, but it's got a float it, through life. It probably... And the reason I sort of picked up on that is because my husband is so laid back. It drives me insane. Not that I'm, I stress too much, but I, like I've, I, I lead a quite a busy life and I've got things to do. And he is just very much, oh yeah, we'll see how we go. And I'm like, no, you need to make a yeah. decision. We need to do stuff. And it drives me mental. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> That's how it works, though. You know, like you both. Exactly. One of them's, yeah. Because if you were both, like, stressed, you'd be, like, not getting anything done, wouldn't you? You'd be just both sat rocking in a corner. (laughs) Oh, God, life. (laughs) Or the opposite way. You'd both be asleep in the corner. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Okay, so with that in mind, how does does that sort of laid-back approach to life translate into being an elite athlete? Do you... Do you get stressed on a start line? Do do you get a little bit anxious or even all of that you take in your stride? Uh, Yeah, no, I'm pretty much the same, to be honest. I don't really get nervous, don't really get stressed. 
Um, I don't know why it is. I don't know if it's just because I usually think it's because I just don't really think into things. So, like, I'm not <laughs> super intelligent like every single triathlete going. Do you know they've all got a law degree or doctor <laughs> or whatever? <laughs> Most of them have, not they? I bet you've interviewed them all. And they all got something like... I don't know, I went back and did a master's. You're like, oh, Christ. Whereas me, <laughs> I ain't got anything really. <laughs> so I just think, I don't really think too much into things. Not, not, just not on purpose, that's just me. So then I kind of don't worry about anything. So it's a great life. You just kind oh of, my I don't know. Yeah. So then for, for races, I just think, well, I used to work full time and I were you know just in a supermarket or doing personal training and now I'm at wherever we go like all over the world doing triathlon for a job I mean as if you can get stressed about that just start yeah. stood on the start line you just think well let's just have a have a laugh and go for it so yeah I don't really get bothered by it well up until oh, now anyway <laughs> Up until now. Well, you never know. You might make me think into things now, Steph. I might be absolutely <laughs> crapping myself next time. Oh I'm breaking <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. You'll see me, like, rocking on the start line. But, oh, God. <laughs> I should be nervous. No, I really doubt that. But, yeah. Oh, so you're so funny. So, okay. So, and I think I'm fascinated by this because, you know, I mean, I, I published a podcast just this morning with um, Carrie Lester and I said that she's, you know, sort of laid back and, and, and cruisy, but I, I definitely think you're next level again. But so wh where does the white line fever come from? Like, so do you, how do you, I guess, psych yourself up and deal with disappointment and, you know, when you've got this, and I'm not saying anything is right or wrong. I'm just fascinated. Yeah. But where does where does the mungle come from when you have a very laid back attitude? Because clearly, you you're yeah. a, you're a very impressive athlete. Like clearly. Oh, cheers, cheers, love. Um, <laughs> no worries, pet. I don't, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I think it's so weird because literally at the start of the triathlon, I I, I always. Like I'm always chatting. All the the GB girls seem to be pretty laid back as well. I don't think it's just me. And uh, yeah. you know, we stand there and I think, oh my god, I'm gonna have to dive in and go really hard. You know, when you think I feel like so lethargic and relaxed, I just don't even think I can do it. But as soon as that um, siren, I don't know what it is siren. <laughs> god, <laughs> might be a god. Does it change? Is you it don't even know. No, no wait, it's hang not a on. It's a it's in a beep. It's a song, isn't it, in the ITU? Oh, don't even tell me you've gone. Oh, don't tell me I've lost you again. You're joking. Oh, can you hear me? Yellow. Oh, hello. Sorry, I don't know what happened. Oh, okay, you're back, I think. Can you hear I me? I have not moved. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. All right, sweet. I think we're good again. Right, so okay. We, we were uh, not discussing the start line, which in ITU or the World Triathlon Series, isn't it the song and then that leads up to a bang? Yeah, it's the heartbeat in it and then it's a... Yeah. On your marks. Can't remember. I think it's a beep. <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway, whatever it is, however we start, 
and then I just go for it. I think I, I submit switches yeah. and I just go mental and just think, oh, shit, and then just oh like go mad. Yeah, and then if I'm disappointed, I just don't like. I just don't know. I just don't really. I do let let it bother me a bit. I guess so. I'd probably be a bit disappointed, but then. Let's get over it. Literally about, I remember when we got disqualified at um, Tokyo. Can you hear me? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, paranoid so. now. <laughs> <laughs> like a nervous wreck. I feel like I'm talking uh. to myself. <laughs> um, when we were at Tokyo and, you know, they came up and said, oh, you've been disqualified. I remember just being like, Can you believe it happened again? We got cut off, but we managed to uh, get back together again. Um, so, excuse this little interruption. You do. <laughs> you go to the supermarket, there's a full-on aisle for hummus. It's ridiculous. I absolutely love it. You won't realise how much you like hummus until you come to the UK and there's about two things. There's a reduced reduced fat hummus and a hummus. That's about it. Oh, really? Yeah, you lot have like full-on two-kilogram tubs. Yep, I've it's got one in the fridge. The, I have as well. Well, ours is one kilogram, but it's not good for the waistline. Do you know what I mean? She's just ploughing through it un, unknown that you've actually consumed 500 <laughs> kilograms of hummus in one day. <laughs> now, there's something you said you've got some ripper um i don't know little uh, sayings mm. you said G- did you just say jesus wept oh yeah i did yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah sorry i do say stuff like that <laughs> i don't know if Please many don't. other people <laughs> do you not say that <laughs> Uh, I don't don't remember ever saying it, but oh. like, I, I feel like I want to because it's hilarious. It's really good because it's like, I don't know, you can get right into it. You're like, Jesus wept. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Right. I really like it. I like it. So, <laughs> I mean, no, no religious links or anything. It's just the way it's said that I like. I'm not, I'm not at all <laughs> religious. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny but it's so is that and for anyone who's listening who is religious i apologize if this is offensive yeah um, that's true oh. <laughs> i'm gonna say christ then oh no i mean i really don't mean it in a yeah not all god i said to john because i don't like oh <laughs> yeah Oh, no. Can we edit this? I said to John before no. I came on, I said, I don't like doing podcasts or media or alt like that. I hate it. And I was like, oh, no. And he was like, just be yourself. And I was like, and he was like, but just don't offend anyone. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I have. No, I don't mean any offence. <laughs> and and sh- I don't think anyone can be offended. And if they are, then, yeah, then, whatever. Like, yeah. Email me. I've had. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. We'll give out your email and they can see you. Right, let's sweep so across funny. that. Nah, I'm definitely going to try by the end of this podcast to bring out my own Jesus wept because I oh. think it's great. 
Uh, well, that's okay. great, because then if you do, you're going down with me. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we right, can I've... sync Noah's Ark together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. I'll just do it again. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's crack on. <laughs> okay, uh, now we have to try and get back to the serious um, part of the interview that, you know, and we we're getting on a really good roll. I was really interested in what you were saying, uh, but we've had so many technical issues to get this podcast sorted. So hopefully we're done, but let's try yeah. and dive back into where we were, which I believe was you. we were talking about how laid back you are, but, you know, when, when you – dive into the water after the heartbeat or whatever it is that makes you jump into the water. <laughs> I'll find morning. out at some point. <laughs> Let me know at the um, at the Olympics if, if you're going to the Olympics. That'll be another topic that we might discuss later. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'll let you dealing know. With dis- yeah, thanks. Dealing <laughs> with disappointment, um, being such a laid-back person, you did say that, um, yeah, of course you get upset, but it doesn't last very long. And then you started to talk about uh, the disqualification at the Tokyo test event, which I definitely would like to talk to you about. So talk <laughs> me through that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I want about, about disappointment because I remember we crossed finish line and uh, we were just at the media part and then they, they, they interviewed me first. And I'm like, Georgia, all right. I've never won a race before. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. She was like, oh, brilliant, you know, because she's obviously won, I don't know, two or three. And uh, yeah. I've never won it, me. I'm always runner-up at a good old uh, silver or whatever, or, or 30th, whatever. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, I've never, I've never, never done this before. Like, this is amazing. I couldn't believe it. And then uh, we did the interview, which obviously just got scrapped. Um, we just yeah. got completely erased. <laughs> and, uh, Ben came <laughs> Can up I interrupt? To us. Sorry. Can I interrupt no, for on. just a second? Just, yeah, just in case people don't know what happened. Um, basically, you both crossed the line together holding hands at the Tokyo Olympic test event. That just, yeah. Otherwise, people are like, what is she on about? So that's what's happened. Oh, right, and yeah, now sorry, we're, that's right. We're in the aftermath. So you've yeah. done the interview that's been scrapped. <laughs> Carry yeah. on. Well done. Um, yeah, so we crossed the finish line together like doylems. Obviously, most like people are oh, like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> idiots. You will not know doylem. Sorry, that's a, a random saying so as good. well. Um, yeah, we crossed the finish together like idiots. And it was funny because <laughs> nearly everyone seemed to know the rule about that you couldn't cross the finish line together. But I, in fact, it, it was meant oh. to have uh, come in what wait, 2011, I think, Alan John crossed the finish line together. Not the one where yep. it helped him over, but the other other time. But that was like yep. 2011. I think Georgia were probably still at primary school. Um, <laughs> and I had not done triathlon, so we were like, oh, as if we didn't know. We weren't even involved in the sport at the time. And I, I clearly yeah. don't read the rule books, which a lot of people did give me that feedback um, on Instagram. Thank, thanks, thanks, guys, uh, that I should actually, in fact, have read the rules. <laughs> um, Thank so, you. Yep, good. Yep. Since then, I've not got round to it yet, but I will do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I So, yeah, we didn't have a clue. So us two, complete, uh, like, no idea, just 
like you know thinking oh we've done all right here whatever ben head coach comes up to us face like death honest to god i thought oh Oh. my god and my first thought was because katie had crashed um oh that's right awful yeah so we were i don't know like second lap at bike and she crashed into a barrier and it was awful um, so I was like, oh my God, something's happened to Katie. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh no, this is, you know, like when your heart goes, I think, oh my God. And he went, you've been disqualified. I thought, oh well, never mind. Straight away, because, you know, like I thought that there was something wrong with Katie. I thought, oh. And then when they said that he was, obviously she were all right. I thought, oh well, we've been disqualified. What's, never mind. So then Georgia. She were right upset, obviously, but yeah. mainly because she were like, "Oh, you've never won a race before." Because I were, I were like, obviously saying, "Oh, never won a race before," and like laying it on thick. And she obviously felt yeah. bad about it. I thought, well, I didn't actually win, did I? Really, we we crossed the line together. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, we were just instantly not bothered. Do you know what I mean? Everyone were coming up. Well, it was funny because people didn't really know what to say. They were like, "What?" Well, um, well done <laughs> you know we're like right. thanks but they were like um kind of well done but bad luck as well <laughs> so it really it was just like awkward for the next few hours because people were like um sorry about that yeah. <laughs> but we weren't really bothered to be honest neither of us really yeah but it's just one of them things in it but yeah never mind yeah. i won't do it again now <laughs> i said i'm running away from you or, or vice versa. It's more likely that she's going to run away from me, to be fair, but <laughs> can, we wouldn't. Can, it, can, it, it were a random race. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, random race is pro- probably not the best way to describe the Tokyo test event, but <laughs> it... <laughs> okay, so can, can we take a step back? At what? Who initiated the hand-holding? I have to say it was definitely Georgia Taylor Brown. I don't know, but if you you can look back at the evidence. Yeah. She were definitely up for it. So but we were we both did it to be fair, but uh she definitely grabbed yeah. mine. So it's all her fault. Definitely. <laughs> no. I'm only I'm only kidding. No, it were both of us to be fair. We, when we were running around we were kinda like, Well, we've done what we need to do. It's not a normal yeah. World Series race. There's no like yep. points or out, so we were just running around. Yep. And said, right, well, let's just enjoy it together. We trained together. We, you know, we raced majority of the race. We on the bike. We would try to do tactics to, you know, get rid of a few, and so yep. we just kind of enjoyed it together. And I'm glad we did, to be honest. Like I don't regret it. <laughs> well, until, I mean, <laughs> until until we found out about the prize money, <laughs> then I was like, you what? Ouch. Actually fuming. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. No, it, I, I actually wasn't bothered. But I probably so, won't do it again. It, I, I mean, I strongly suggest that you don't do it again. No. Uh, but so <laughs> it was interesting because I, you know, we wrote our report and then obviously, like as you alluded to, plenty of keyboard warriors on Instagram telling you what you shouldn't, shouldn't do. Um mm. And the thing is, uh, to be honest, I didn't know that rule either. And I've been in the sport for a long time. Um, if you had have asked me, if you had have asked me before the race, hey, should two athletes do this? I'd probably think mm. about it and go, oh, maybe not because of A, B, and C. 
But yeah. In you know, in the in the heat of the moment, that makes it sound like a bad thing. But you know, in when you're getting caught up in the moment, you're not you're not thinking about that. If you you know you're not going through that thought process of you know people could be, for example, betting on this on this um, race. So that's yeah. one of the reasons why you can't cross the line. Of course, like yeah. it's just you know, um, and I'm glad that you've sort of brushed it off and sort of said shit happens. Um, hard lesson to learn, obviously, but I guess you can't let it affect the rest of your season or oh, career. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like like you say, I definitely want thinking, oh, God, I wonder if someone's betting on this. Do you know, like nothing yeah. like that crossed our minds <laughs> or even yeah, of the course. fact that I literally just thought, well, they'll decide, like they'll figure out through, um, I don't know, for a finish and, and choose who – you know, decide who crossed the finish line first. I wasn't thinking, oh, it's all right, we'll share the podium or anything like that. I will literally like, whoever gets it, gets it. So it wasn't like yeah. we tried to plan anything. There was nothing like that. It was just basically we were just yeah. having a laugh, ran through and uh, caused havoc, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, man. Uh, but you move right. on. Yeah, you move on, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it certainly was entertaining, and it um, it set the uh, the world of triathlon on the internet alight for for a few days following. Um, yeah, I did want to ask you though, from if you were an outsider looking in, do you think? Um, because a lot of people have sort of said, oh, you know, it's not within the spirit to disqualify them. And then there's a lot of people who are like, well, they're rules for a reason and they should have been mm. disqualified. Do you sit on either side of that argu- argument? Um, yeah, I keep, I, I guess I keep changing my th- opinion on it. I don't know. I think yeah. you do have to have rules and it, it wouldn't be a race, would it? If everyone decided like, oh, let's all hold hands and cross the finish line together it'd be boring wouldn't it we're not you know it's a race you've got a you've got a run for the finish line and it is a race so it's you can't be I I, I do think it's a rule and it should have been I I do think we should have been disqualified to be fair like I I kind of understand it in the fact that we were doing it together and it's sportsmanship and it is like we we're um close friends and you know, we we enjoyed it together and we wanted to do it, but it's it probably if you step take a step back and look at it as if you did have that rule, if you didn't have that rule, should I say, then it could be carnage, couldn't it? And you might not have a race, mm. and I don't know. There's the betting and all those sorts of things. So it, although it seems quite harsh when everyone's like, well, you know, well, not everyone, but some people are like, it's good sportsmanship. It's nice to see sort of thing then yeah. what we could, should have done is maybe done that at the blue carpet and then absolutely hammered it and seen who won, you know, after that. Yeah. So, so I think I wish we'd have just maybe done that. but And then afterwards, yeah. held hands and hug and do whatever we want. But maybe <laughs> after the finish line, not before. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we should have probably got disqualified. Yeah. I'll probably change my mind tomorrow if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you another call tomorrow. About I mean, we, it. Yeah. <laughs> back in the corner, rocking backwards and forwards. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, uh, <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's um, it's a tough one, and I, per- I, I, we had a lot of phone calls uh, discussing it at the time, and I went backwards and forwards, and then finally landed on, I think the decision was correct. It's harsh, mm. 
Um, mm. But I can't help with, and you said it just a second ago, um, quite a few years ago, I can't remember when, um, in Kona, I think it was Maka and Andy Raylert sort of shook hands with a few Ks to go because they'd been running side by side and then it yeah. was on for young and old. And, you know, so that was a good mixture of both. You had yeah. the showmanship and then the sportsmanship, sorry, and then, you know, you had the, Game the sprint to the yeah, 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 and then you can yeah. hug up stuff afterwards. Um, yeah, so I understand why the rule is there, but far out, it's oh man, that's that's an emotional one to um, to yeah, it, it's a tough it's a tough one for sure. Yeah, it's just so random, but yeah, yeah. Next time, next time. Yeah, <laughs> at least well, do you know what? You, probably what the one of the best athletes for it to happen to because you haven't let it get under your skin when a lot I know a lot of athletes could have yeah completely crushed them so good for you yeah yeah and <laughs> and, and, and yeah, thanks. it's a good job and yeah but maybe people athletes like that are not like me and G probably just wouldn't do that <laughs> but it is luckily that we're, we're laid back that she's the same as well so it's it was yeah. good that she went fuming with me as well if you know what I mean yeah true. So yeah we were both the same together <laughs> thankfully yeah. Oh, yeah, in it together. All right, let's yeah. move on. I wanted to uh, talk to you about your meeting with Louis Thoreau. Have I said that right? Oh, Louis Thoreau. Are you a fan? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Who, ha, how can you not be? I know. He's good, isn't he? I like him. Mate. Yeah. I, I mean, it's funny because I have met him. I mean, let's let's get that out there. I've, I've met him, but um, it wasn't really the biggest meeting I've got to be honest. You got we a photo were, with him at the end? Yeah, basically, we just got a photo with him. <laughs> Thanks, bye. Thank you, bye. Thanks. <laughs> and in fact, I nearly didn't go up to him because we were at the BBC, so we were just going on one of the morning shows. And we got there, and then we were sat having makeup done or whatever. And uh, he said, at 8 o'clock, Louis through. And me and G were like, yeah, what? Louis Theroux's here. And we were on about... I don't know, five in the morning when no one cares. And uh, we thought, oh, no way, he's not even going to be here. You know, we're going to have left and probably be back in Leeds by the time he comes. Anyway, when we were leaving, the guy said, oh, I said, oh, I can't believe I didn't see Louis Theroux. And he said, oh, he's just downstairs. He's only just come in. So I thought, right, that's it. We get to meet him. So me and G were like, oh, God, got down lift. And he was stood there. And uh, I just said to G, let's, let's just... I can't go up to him. Let's just walk past. And she's like, no, we're having a photo. We need to go up to him. I said, George, you don't. It's quite embarrassing. He's not going to, you know, he'll be like fed up with it. You know, one of those, I think he's probably that many people come up to him. He kind of, you know, when people like kind of look away as if to be like, don't even come up to yeah. me. It's eight o'clock in the morning and I can't be bothered. George is there. <laughs> um, Excuse me, Louis, can we have a photo, please? So then, yeah, we stood and had a photo with him and uh, then we just went, thanks a lot, bye, and walked off. <laughs> so we are officially best friends. <laughs> oh, you can tell. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, okay, so meeting someone like him, obviously you're, you're a massive fan, uh, but you were a little bit hesitant in going up to him because uh, you didn't want to bother him. How, yeah. How's that when the shoe's on the other foot? Like, have you had fans coming up to you? How, how do you feel about people coming up to you and asking for photos, or has that not happened at all? 
oh no, that doesn't really happen to me. Not really. <laughs> and if they do, they normally get my name wrong. I've had we, there's an ongoing, not an ongoing joke, but a lot of jokes. Loads of people call me Jill, which is so what? random. Yeah, I get. I got a message the other day actually saying, "Hi, Jill. I hope you're all right." And I thought, "Oh, Jill." That's so random. So, yeah, so people don't even know my name. Never mind, come up to me. So I don't really get bothered by it. I'd probably quite, I'd be like, I don't know, welcoming because it doesn't happen that much. But, yeah, I'm not, I'm certainly not on Louis Theroux's standards. <laughs> I get called Jill. <laughs> yeah. And I just go with it. I'm like, um, yeah, I'm all right, are you? Yeah, uh, but, Jill yeah, no, not really. Mouth. Yeah, Jill mouth, yeah. Get the next second name nearly right. First name completely wrong. Um, so yeah, not really. Only only at triathlons probably, but not really. Yeah, no one's especially not in England. No one would have a clue who I was. Not a clue. Really? So oh oh no oh no not at all. <laughs> Very few. <laughs> I'd be surprised if they did. And uh, to be but, fair, they get they're quite close with Jill, so I'd be quite quite <laughs> impressed. <laughs> so, yeah. so okay, so who other than uh, Louis Theroux um, mm. is someone who would you would find quite intimidating, quite anxious to uh, to go up and get a photo with? Hmm. I don't know. I'm it, quite a big Celine Dion fan, but really, yeah. I, I, to be fair, I'm not as bad as I was. I used to be a super fan, like really weird, you know, like in Team Celine and stuff where you get like tickets first and you ask, well, you're not going to ask John, but if you did ask John, he'd tell you it were a bit weird. So I've kind of grown out of that a little bit, but still a big fan. Like I know all the songs and... <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> hang on, you're 31, right? 30, yeah. yeah, 31, yeah. Ish, whatever. <laughs> What, how does it? How does a thirty-one-year-old in the year twenty twenty get onto Celine Dion? I, like, I don't know if you're her. Um, no, don't market. worry. No, don't worry. It gets worse. <laughs> I were a fan. Oh, brilliant. When I was like seventeen, so for my eighteenth birthday, I went to Las Vegas to see her perform. Just to oh go to see Celine, so I went all the way to Las Vegas. I mean, I was 17 as well because I didn't think she'd be there when they were 18, so I couldn't risk it, do you know what I mean? So then I went oh. to big. I mean, it's big risk, in it? Even though she was, she's still there now, to be honest. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that were, that were a complete error. Um, it got me there, though, didn't it? It encouraged the parents and that. So I went when I was 17 to um, see Celine for me 18. I mean... There's not, there's wow. not much weirder things, is there? So I've been a fan for a while. Yeah. She's and what do you think? You should give her a listen. It's not all about oh, heart will grow on, you know. It's that's horrendous. <laughs> that one. She got some. Oh, she got a new album out actually recently. It's it's, it's really good. You're gonna have to have a listen. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even joking. <laughs> it's really good. People just think that she's just not good, but she is. She's really good. Oh, she's an incredible artist for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't see myself buying or downloading her music. But I, I don't, I, I just find it. I don't know many people. I know it's weird. 
I know, I know. But at least the older I'm getting, the less weird it is. Do you know what I mean? So now I'm weird, but not as weird. Like when I was 18, 17, 18, that's well weird, isn't it? Whereas yeah. now, a yep. bit less weird. So as I'm getting older, I'm just coming into my own. You know, when I'm 40, <laughs> 50, I'll be like, yeah, Celine Dion. And everyone will be like, yeah, me too. She's brilliant. I'll be like, well, yeah. So <laughs> I've got to mature with it. Yeah. So, yeah. so would you say, are you, are you a bit of an old soul yourself? Yeah, probably. I think I have been for, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not really, you know, party goer, not very social, bit of a uh, bit oh. boring actually. Yeah, a bit boring. I'm very flaky, you know, like if they have all the uh, girls will go out together and stuff and I'm always a bit flaky. I'll be like, yeah, I might come. And then I think, oh, no, I don't. But when I do, I enjoy it. But then I'm just not that social. just like to chill and, I don't know. Yeah, me and John, bit of a homebody. Me and John, yeah, me and John Boy just sitting in and a few beers and, I don't know, watch, watch a bit yeah. of TV. <laughs> Celine Celine Dion live in concert certainly not John is not a Celine fan (laughs) far from it oh god no wow yeah yeah hates her so so going back to when you were 17 ish that you can remember and Mm -hmm. you you quit swimming (laughs) you, you sort of said that you wanted to you know, party and go out and, you know, so there's a few years between uh, quitting swimming and starting it up again for triathlon. What what mm. did you do in that period of time? Um, So once I quit, I was, I did sixth form, which is like, I don't even know what it is here, uh, um, college maybe. Uh, yeah. Then uh, John and I decided that, uh, we'd save and go traveling, so we went traveling for a year. Um, we'd worked a bit, so I think I worked in Sainsbury's, you were in Tesco competition, you know. Um, and we saved and went round the world for a year, so that was good. That was 10 years ago yeah. now, actually. Um, went, I don't know, went to Southeast Asia or around there, then came to Australia, New Zealand. Um, just yep. lived life for a bit. Then um, went back. What did I do? Played a bit of football when I went home. Did a bit of personal training. Um, yep. Yeah, just football is in soccer. Yeah, soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then I um, had a few injuries, so I ruptured my ACL ligament twice. That were a laugh. Um, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Yeah, the second time, that's how I kind of got into triathlon because the rehab's like, you know, cycling a lot, you know, riding your bike for your knee. So then yeah. I kind of got into that and then started triathlon later on in life and then just now I'm traveling the world but in a different way. So the end. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> yeah. It wraps it up nicely. <laughs> I can't so, think of okay. anything else I did. Where was your favorite place to travel? Um, at the time, probably Vietnam. I really liked Vietnam. That was good. And yeah. we did uh, we did the Everest Base Camp trek at, in Nepal. I quite liked Nepal. That was good. All of East Asia, yeah. uh, Southeast Asia, actually, I quite enjoyed. I liked just going around, you know, seeing the culture and getting into mm. it. Like, um, I don't know, just 
seeing how they live. It's completely different, isn't it? And uh, just really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, and the food and big food is I enjoyed food and <laughs> yeah, tasting right. all the different stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. We we were in our element. We loved it. We I went to Vietnam and Cambodia. I well, like you, I can't actually remember how long ago it was, but let's say fifteen <laughs> years ago, um, maybe seventeen years ago. I'm not too sure. Um, and I would Don't say worry. that's probably <laughs> probably <laughs> my favorite place to travel as well. That especially Cambodia, we we rode through Cambodia and Vietnam, and it was just the people were beautiful. Uh, yeah. so welcoming, so giving for, for people who didn't have anything to give. Yeah. They couldn't give you enough. Yeah, I totally agree. We, we, we were exactly the same. And I think it probably, for both of us, if we went back now, it'd be totally different. You know, I think it'd be a lot, yeah. um, more like tor- tourist, a lot more tourists there and stuff. But at the time, yeah. it was hardly any tourists and it was, I don't know, you just saw the real. Viet- oh, it felt like you saw the real Vietnam, and yeah, the people were so nice, and yeah, yeah. we we absolutely loved it. I didn't. I, we we went to Cambodia as well, but we didn't spend as much time there. Um, yeah, okay. But uh, yeah, we did. We did enjoy both of them. I think it rained quite a bit in Cambodia when we were there. Did you go to Angkor Wat as well? Yeah, did yeah. You? Oh, did you? Well, that yeah. one, and it wasn't really for me. You know, like we we'd go, and I'd spend like I think half a day there. And, uh, you know, we'd be getting in a tuk-tuk with someone and be like, oh, yeah, i got a five-day pass. And I'm like, five-day pass to anchor what? Yeah, you know, like, once you've seen one ruin or whatever, I mean. You've, Next. You've, you, yeah, I were like, yeah, yeah, John, should we go now? We've seen about three. And they were like, oh, God, yeah, I'm going five days, walking around. I thought, oh, my Lord, I am <laughs> not enjoying that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I wasn't really into that. But other than that, it was... Uh, it's quite it's it's worth a visit for sure <laughs> that i am exactly the same when i travel and to the point that my husband is just like can we just sit down for 5 minutes and in, enjoy it cuz yeah. i'm like yep tick all right let's go yeah. on to the next thing and he's just I, like I oh am. my god i am or like you know when, uh, you go a place and like what's what's the to do in well there's that temple you can do that and i think oh I've seen, I've seen bloods or whatever. Oh god, I hope I'm not just gonna. I feel like I'm just gonna offend people now. Can we move on, please? <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna honestly. I'm gonna be a nervous wreck after this podcast, me. I'll be like, oh, what did I say? <laughs> Who knows? I'm gonna go through about five different little mini podcasts because we oh, kept you... on getting cut out. That's so who knows true. what we've spoken That's about true. in the last three hours? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Hopefully some of it gets cut then. <laughs> be all right. <laughs> Lost to the interwebs forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one's going well, though. 30 minutes. We're, yeah, we're plowing through. We are. Are you still okay? Yeah. Do you need to um, rehydrate no. or fuel? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm surprised I don't need the toilet, actually, because normally I've got a very weak bladder and over here because obviously it's boiling. I'm having to drink all the time, so I'm always going to leave. But I'm you, you're keeping me entertained. I'm obviously I'm, I'm all right for now, so we can we can carry on. I, I, thank you for saying that I'm keeping you entertained, but I can guarantee you it's you who is doing all the entertaining. <laughs> really not. <laughs> 
so, Lou, that's another word that um, you guys use and here in Australia we use that as well, but I don't think that's an American thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you are yeah. similar to us, Lou. What do they say? Yeah. Uh, the lavatory, the toilet. Lavatory, yeah. Lav. Is that lavatory? Lav. Yeah. Go to the lav. Yeah. I, I don't think they even it, use yeah. toilet. Or they'll say, can I use Restroom. your bathroom? Restroom. Restroom, yeah. Room, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll let you off then. You are more like us then. <laughs> yep. Well, we're d- direct descendants from your land, so. True, true. Yeah. But your land, as in where I'm looking straight out now, for uh, those that are listening, I'm actually in Australia, <laughs> not in Leeds. And it's very yep. much like America, I think. Massive roads, big cars. Really? I mean? Oh, yeah, compared to uh, like at home. Yeah, I think it's very uh, American. Maybe it's yeah. just me. But see, your cars as well and roads back at home are so teeny tiny you couldn't drive a pickup truck down those roads that's true some people try it though down the, the down the back roads in yorkshire they're like fuming oh, yeah? that the car get passed and it's like well you have got a range rover that's literally the width of the road and we're like pinned to the um hedge you think well bloody hell it's massive um what yeah a- and you're Sorry to interrupt. I, do you know what? I no. always listen to podcasts. I always think, just let them speak. And this is me. I'm like talking over you all the time. Uh, sorry, listeners. Yes. Um, but, I, it. Is it? Of it? Is it? <laughs> I work. You make me paranoid. Stuff like that. Go and on. also, um, you know, like talking and having a bit of a. When you hear someone on radio and you're like, oh. Don't talk into the microphone like that. It's putting me off. I have to turn it off. You know when they're really so, clappy? Yes. I hope I don't sound like that. I don't think no, I do. No, no, you don't. So it's like as if they've had peanut something. butter. Is it? Yes. It, hang on. I'm going to Google why we're discussing it because it's it's called something and it's um, uh, when people talk. Uh, uh, sorry, um eat while they're talking and you can hear that sound it's it's a like a phobia it's a condition that you you can't stand don't even get on it john my partner has definitely got it people that know him oh he hates people like you know if you hear anyone eating or like talking the mouthful or anything like that he's got like superhuman ears honestly (laughs) It's ridiculous. That's the thing as well. There's people who are like um, super tasters and super hearers. I, I think they actually have an actual term for it, but it's a real thing. The super tasters have extra taste buds. I mean, that would be good, wouldn't it? Super hearing wouldn't be good. Not when he's listening to me eating. That wouldn't be good. But super <laughs> taste, that would be ideal. Me and, me and George would like that. Well, I think I've got that anyway. Well, maybe not, but I do like food. <laughs> But but apparently, though, the super tasters, it's not a good thing because they t- – so some of the – I've just heard this on other podcasts. They don't like coffee or uh, chocolate because the taste is way too intense. I'm like, I, oh, that's right. me done. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't, that's true. Couldn't cope. Yeah. Yeah, that would be um, a sad life. 
It would be. So the the phobia, it's called misophonia, people who are sensitive to certain sounds, uh, that's what it is. And a lot of that is triggered by that chewing and the eating kind of sound. So there you go. Yeah, that's John. We've labelled him. Yep. He's got that. <laughs> Everyone loves a label these days. Well, that's true, yeah. He'll be quite happy with that maybe now. Labelling. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sorry, I can't remember the question originally because I, I kind of went off, didn't I? Diverted onto That's the pretty standard on this podcast. So yeah, don't feel I don't know what I asked either. Mm. Um, but that's all right. We can sidestep and go oh. on to some other things. Oh. I think I yep. did know. We, we were talking about <laughs> um, sorry, Australia, weren't we? Um, cars and that way. I was going to say actually. In Australia, um, all the drivers hate cyclists. Ooh, it's um, don't, don't yeah. there? Oh well, I feel like that anyway. You know, I don't know. I feel like they just hate Unfortunately, me, even yeah. if I'm riding round on my own down the road. It's as if they're like, "Get out the way!" <laughs> I think I don't know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> It's mad. And you have the biggest roads as well. It's, it, I mean, it might and just still be my not experience. Happy. Yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not I'm, saying every every driver's like that, but my experience so far. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think you're right. It's uh, We don't have a fabulous cycling culture here, even though we've got a lot of cyclists. It's, yeah, and uh, bike lanes. You have loads of bike lanes and stuff as well. Yeah. So in the UK, is it pretty like most people are pretty chilled? Yeah, on the gosh, compared to compared to here, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. And to say we've got such small roads, you know, like if mm. we're we're two abreast at home because it's legal at home, like you're allowed to It's legal ride here too. Abreast. Is it? Jeez. Yeah, you're allowed to ride two abreast. Yeah, that's why it's yeah. <laughs> Because I think it's a lot safer when you're two abreast because at times it's yeah. easier for people to pass because it's quicker. Whereas imagine if you're all single out, yeah. it's like a long line of cyclists. But yeah, at home, I don't know, yeah. we, we get a bit, sometimes a bit of abuse, but not really that much to say, yeah, like we've got such small little roads where like yeah, right. only one car can get past anyway. Um yeah. I just, yeah, to say that you've got so much room. Like the other day, we were uh, riding down the coast, just all singled out, the like four of us, and there was a car on the other side of the road, just like honked a horn and started shouting abuse at us. And I thought, well, oh my goodness. What, what else can we do? <laughs> Ride on the pavement. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was mad. But yeah. Oh, God. Welcome. Sorry. I feel like I'm just slagging you off now. <laughs> <laughs> No, on behalf of Australia and, um, well, I don't even want to say on behalf of bad drivers because that makes it sound like I'm a bad driver. But on behalf of Australia, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's right. I mean, I, 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 I love it. I do, actually. I mean, it's brilliant. You just literally go out in shorts and a T-shirt. Worst case scenario, you're not cold. Do you know what I mean? Even if it absolutely tips it down, you're still not cold. It's like the best thing ever. <laughs> that also I, depends on no, whereabouts in Australia you are. Well, yeah, that's true. Where I am currently, that's what's going <laughs> on. 
Whereas yeah. at home, if you get caught out and it chucks it down, you can be like freezing. Whereas, I yeah, it's just yeah. nice to not have to, yeah, have it, have that stress of thinking, oh God, what do I need to take with me? Whereas here, you just literally take your shorts and t-shirt and off you pop straight on your bike. Not a problem. Love it. Brilliant. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are you doing here in, uh, in Australia? We're, we're going to come back to triathlon a, a little bit. What, what's the plans? So we have been here nearly a week now. We've come for a bit of, for a bit of warm weather, actually. And funnily enough, it's, uh, well, it is warm, but it, it's been chucking it down, which is good for you. Um, obviously you need, yeah. need the rain, but, um, yeah, we've come for a bit of warm weather training, uh, because at home it's just a bit that time of year where it can get really icy and there's a bit of black ice about and training's just a bit mm. harder because you, you know, some days you can't get out for three hours or whatever, or you can't get out on the bike at all. So it's doable, but it's just a bit faffy. So it's just quite yeah. nice to get over the other side of the world and enjoy a bit of uh, warmth, really, pre-Abu Dhabi. Faffing is another one of my favourite words from your kind. Is it? Faff, yep. yeah. Faff. Faffing, faffing about, ab- yeah. Faffing about, love it. Yeah. Faffing <laughs> and rubbish. Two of my favourites all time. Yeah. <laughs> <And rubbish. laughs> um, I, I did uh, – so I <laughs> – I, I Googled you a little bit um, and unfortunately most of the news topics that come up is, are about the disqualification in Tokyo. Uh, so sorry mm. about that. But I did <laughs> – sorry to bring it up. Sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I did find out that you, other than being a mad Celine Dion, although that's not – do you say her name? It's Celine Dion or something like that, isn't it? Well, it's Celine Dion in my life, but I don't know. She's French. She what is she? Uh, French Canadian. Yeah, yeah, from Quebec. Celine Dion, do, do, over door. Yeah, yeah, so maybe know. it is very. But but you said it fine for me. I don't mind. Okay, no you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a, a mad Celine Dion fan. You also, correct me if I'm wrong, were well, a super fan of Leeds United. Yes, that is correct. So, so from no no you go <laughs> so i was gonna say yeah from a young age where we all me and my sister always went to the leeds games my dad is a big leeds fan well pretty much my whole family are um yeah. and i was and still was up until probably three or four years ago now i kind of stopped following him mainly due to the fact that it was too stressful. Oh, couldn't cope oh, with it. Yeah. We found something what, that stresses you out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'd be fe- I, wow. I, I couldn't cope. So on a Saturday, you know, you'd listen to a Margotic game or whatever. And it, it is disappointing being a Leeds fan. I mean, they probably wouldn't admit it, mm. but it's not exactly fun because we always, like, nearly get promoted or whatever and then... We'd somehow decide that we don't want to and we want to stay in that in Division 1 and blah, blah, blah. So I decided that I would take it out of my life and I'd be much happier. And do you know what? quite enjoy it. And John doesn't follow football, so it's not like a, I, you know, miss it or anything. Um, so, yeah. yeah, so now I am a Leeds fan, obviously, but I don't, I'm not as, like, I used to be, we used to have a season ticket and stuff and I, 
go to away games and that, and I don't anymore. So it's quite sad, really, isn't it? But um, my life's much better. <laughs> <laughs> Less it's stressful. good that you could recognise that stressor and do something about it. Good for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just that's it. Out of my life, gone. <laughs> Leeds United, <Cut> boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if I said I was an Arsenal fan, how does that sit with a Leeds fan? Um, not too bad. Yeah, it's more Man U. Okay. I reckon. Yeah, like um, the local Huddersfield. Sheffield, yeah, Arsenal are all right. We, we can go yeah, over right. that. Yeah. I get I, I get that. the feeling in football you're either a mad Man U um, um, supporter or you hate them. Yeah, pretty much, I reckon. Yeah, right. Yeah. And when I was growing up at the time, they were obviously when Fergie were in it and it, they were always good. So if you spotted Man U and you were from Leeds, you'd be like, it's just a glorious supporter. So, like, half the people at school will be like, yeah, I'm a Man U fan. They're like, what? You're from Leeds? Only because we're rubbish. <laughs> so about Man U. Yeah, so Leeds and Man U aren't really, yeah, that, that, that pally. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, we're going to have to wrap this up because you need to – you need to eat um, and probably rehydrate oh and Christ. probably go to the loo. <laughs> yeah, I, I am starting to need it actually, yeah. <laughs> I feel like diddling. <laughs> what? Oh, you know when you diddle. Do you not diddle? Oh, God. Here we go. What? No. What's a diddling? diddling? You know, like um, I get I get not done for it, but, you know, like if you sat and you're kind of like shaking your legs – we call that yeah. diddling, but I do it not only when I need the loo. I just do it anyway because it, it's. I find it really soothing. But like I do it yeah. in the car and stuff, and John's like, "Would you stop diddling? The car is rocking." <laughs> <laughs> or like if I'm at home and I'm doing it in the in the living room, he's like, "Jess, the TV's rocking. I can see it. Can you just stop stop diddling?" Like, sorry, sorry, forget. <laughs> Everyone around me is just like sat there shaking. <laughs> and I totally and don't you- even notice. Okay, so it turns out I am also a fellow diddler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good, isn't it? I, yeah. 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 I don't know if it's always just energy that needs to come out or what it is, but I, I'm either doing that with my legs or tapping, constantly tapping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really soothing. I think somebody, you know, should give it a whirl. If anybody out yeah. there has not been diddling, give it a whirl. It's very soothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote but I'm going to run can- with with the introduction to this. <laughs> <laughs> but can be annoyed, can annoy others. <laughs> yeah. At your own risk. Yep. yep. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> you are an absolute pleasure to talk to. You are an absolute Aww. pisser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to start using that. Uh, you call can. somebody. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> um, and like I said earlier, I I barely know you. I met you at the Com Games very briefly. Um, you probably don't even remember. That's okay. Um, <sighs> but <laughs> no, if you remind me when. <laughs> Don't worry, I forget where, like, what even happened at the Commonwealth Games. I always forget where my did okay. or if I'd been there. So, sorry. (laughs) 
That's okay. I believe you got two silvers at the Com Games, I believe. Yeah, Gotta hope I I'm not. Did, yeah. Two, yeah, no, yes. that's right, yeah. Forget about the relay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I tried to forget Where about are the your silvers? Yeah. <laughs> where where are your silver medals? Oh, where are they? Where are, where are the, the medals? Oh, the beer. Oh, some, yeah. In a oh, drawer? Somewhere. In the spare room, I think, actually, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On display Hopefully. or? <laughs> um, no, just on the side. I just put them all in a little like pile thing. Not a pile. <laughs> Who am I? Oh, yeah. Have a listen to pile. you. <laughs> <laughs> what a big head. Yeah, they're my huge pile. <laughs> Please ignore the medals in the corner. It's just my pile. <laughs> No. Yeah, no, I don't really like I don't really like to, you know, have them up or anything. I don't do cabinets or all like that. There's nothing none of that going on. Oh, you're funny. Mm. Please excuse Sorry. the medals in a pile in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a pile. It's it's just like a little little oh, funny. bit. Anyway. Sorry, right. go on. Well, I hope Throughout the rest of the year, you can add to that pile, whether it be medals or trophies or wads of cash. I hope that your season (laughs) – I I hope that uh, you continue to have success this year and looking forward to seeing, uh, I guess, the build-up to the Olympics. Of course, you don't know whether you're on the team yet and that's going to be months and races down the track, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, so, but yeah, we'll just keep going to try a uh, race at a time and see how it goes. So, yeah, thanks a lot for the chat. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very I'm much. Really... Um, it's... Oh, sorry, keep going. Oh, God, I, 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 oh, I've been doing this all the time. <laughs> it's going to be so cringe for people to listen to. Like, oh, stop interrupting. Um, I was just going to say thanks a lot because I don't normally like doing podcasts and this has been very easy going. So apart from the technical issues, which we'll blame on the <laughs> Wi-Fi in Burleyheads, it's their fault. Yeah. Um, but no, thank you very much for the chat. And um, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. And hopefully I'll uh, meet you again soon. Hopefully. And, and thank you for that too, because that's uh, the perfect compliment. That's exactly how I want our podcast guests to feel. It's just comfortable. It's just a chat. People catching up for a coffee type of feel. So I think we've nailed it. Yeah, definitely.